Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Madman Recap. My name is Paul, and I'll be your host. I'm coming to you high atop the beautiful Brooklyn studios in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, I'm here with, uh, of course, the uh, number one co-host in the nation, uh, Dr. John. How are you, Dr. John? Coming to you live and excited from Columbus, Ohio. Live and excited from Columbus. How, how is Columbus right now? I tell you what, we actually have uh, some tornado warnings right now. Oh, so, do it. We got, Listen to yeah. the siren, John. Well, yeah, you, gotta, you can't oh, talk sorry. until we introduce you, for Christ's hey, sake. Hey, everybody. <laughs> and it's here, your favorite. And, and, and here's spoiling surprises. We have the worst co-host in the business. Kate, how are you tonight? I am great, Paul. You will not be invited back to the show if you can't follow show etiquette. Well. I'm sorry. Folks, I have, ter- back? I have a terrible temper. Invited? Beg- begged to come back. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Folks, she's, she's here. Uh, I don't know how many uh, episodes are in the season, but this is the one that Kate is on, so uh, enjoy it. <laughs> how have you been, and where the hell have you oh, been? Oh, man. I can't even say. It's been so crazy. Yeah? Yeah. Like oh. you've been traveling, or you've just been out on the couch? What are the... Uh, what are the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a little, been a little of out on the couch. Yeah. Um, a little traveling. Oh, really? Where, where have you been? Uh, where you been? Um, oh. <laughs> mostly. Uh, <laughs> Bocce, actually, is where I've been. Oh, that's the true. Yeah, we talked about we joined, yeah, the league that we lost you, every single game. That you can't, you can't be uh, at folks, you're doing folks, this I'd show. Folks, like, I'd like to mention yes. that I uh, have missed every single bocce game to do this show for you, so... You all owe me some money. That's lucky, dedication. Lucky listeners. That's dedication, folks. Let's not let's not get off topic. Uh, a, lo- a lot of times, I know you might be listening to the show and saying, "Hey, why why the hell am I doing this?" Well, let me remind you, uh, we're here to recap uh, uh, Mad Men. It's a very popular show on AMC uh, <laughs> Sunday nights at ten o'clock. Uh, we hope you watch because we certainly will. Uh, tonight's episode is favors. Uh, John, just give me your top line. How was it? This was great. A lot happened. Wow. Kate, <laughs> top line. What'd you think? Um, creep me out a little bit. Yeah. Kind of gives you that, that feeling, you know, at the pit of your stomach. I don't have feeling. a stomach. Well, you know when your heart... No. Nope. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Tim. You know what? Don't, you don't worry about it. It was I a good know, okay. show. It's a good episode. It was a good show. Uh, folks, uh, it was. This, was, this episode uh, left me aghast. If that is if that is at all possible, and uh, uh, I've, I've thoroughly enjoyed it, um, but I'll tell you one thing: uh, as as we've been known to do, um, sometimes we will learn some things, Kate. And uh, before the show, we had our uh, pre-show meeting, um, which is which we do for about we do for, we do for about an hour or two before the which show. Which we talk nothing about the show. Talk about the show, and uh, uh, we decided that tonight. Uh, maybe Kate could share with us the Ooh. things that she learned. So, uh, top up, just top of your head. Just, just right after another one, two, three. One, two, go. Three. One, or two, do three. I, do I, I wait like, after? I like to allow little... for some laughter. Okay, all right, or some silence, <laughs> or some awkward silence. Yeah. Okay, all right. So, things we learned. Number one, turns out Bobby B is a gay. Bobby B. Well, now John disputed this when we did during the pre-show. I've been telling you this all along. Yeah, you have. Um, Bobby B, uh, John disputes this, that in the Matt Weiner, um, you know, after show thing that you get, um, on iTunes, apparently said that he's not necessarily gay, John. That's exactly what he says. I don't know if he is intimating that he swings both ways or he's just 
really trying to use his charm and um, affection to get a good, you know, letter of recommendation. I do but think he's definitely playing for something. It I feels like there's more what. to this, you know, because like can, back when we started and when we had the whole Sal <clears throat> thing, like that was the thing, you know, Sal was gay. Mm-hmm. But it really feels like there's something else here with Bob. Let, let me just say, uh, I only, and I think Kate might be able to verify this, I think it's only um, uh, a benefit to play, air quotes, gay, um, uh, maybe in, in the fashion industry um, in the 2000s. It doesn't <laughs> seem as if it would have been the time period or the place. I mean, I don't know what he would benefit, how he would benefit by, from creeping out Pete. By which creeping is what he did. out Pete. Um, otherwise, to just creep out Pete. Which is, a, I mean, which is fun to do. Which is a great just reason. Number two. Um, all right. Uh, number two. Don finally gets caught with his pants down. Hey, oh. Has he been caught with his pants down before? I don't think anybody's don't ever think walked ever in on caught. him before. Mm-mm. By the way, I mean, if this doesn't scar poor Sally Draper for the rest of her life, well, um, could... nothing's going to. And what was it last season when she walked in on uh, Roger and Megan's mom? Oh, oh man, the codfish ball. This girl cannot catch a break. <laughs> she has seen more than she'd like to see, yeah, including Ooh. living with Betty. It's called an education. It is. It is uh, number three. Number three. Uh, looks like we got another thirteen years till Peggy gets another cat. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, uh, that's. I feel like uh, that's just good living. Listen, if you live in the city oh, you and you've got a pest problem, there's no way to fix that better than a little meow meow. You know what I'm saying, John? <laughs> Does that work for you guys? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, they're also known to break the soundboard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, they, but they also keep the unwanted away. Uh, although they're often the unwanted. <laughs> John, uh, no, no. Let's let's not delay it any further. Would you like to get into the episode? Yeah, that would be great. Why don't we get started? We're at uh, apparently Peggy has not had a chance to sh- to sell this uh, less than desirable location. Her hovel. Yeah. So she's still there, and she's getting ready to go. She's trying not to get anything on her clothes while she's getting out. Okay. And she see we I, I thought that was hysterical. Not only do we see a rat run across the screen, we see it run right over the trap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> I've seen uh, that. And that is a rat. That is not just your no. friendly field mouse. There is no kidding around here on this one. Yeah. So she 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 responds in kind with a little screech and quickly exits the door. And we'll see this rat come up again later in the episode. A little foreshadowing, if you will. <laughs> if you will. Uh, and we get to the office, Don comes in, we get to see Don. It yep. seems like it's always like, oh, Don's actually here. But uh, there's a noise in the office, Roger is under the bar, because he can juggle just like you can. Not quite as good. No one's as good as, as me, John. But uh, <laughs> we find out that Sunkiss, who they visited in California, actually got some uh, interest. Sent him a crate. And, uh, you know, want to get some possible business going. And I thought this was a very interesting scene because Don is very much deflecting this business. You know, he's not, he's not uh, really engaging. You know, Roger's like, well, why don't we come up with something? He's like, yeah, well, they're not going to leave Prince. We'll talk him into it. You know, I mean, he doesn't seem to really want to go after this. He's not the fighter he used to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah, maybe, but I don't know. In my mind, uh, it, I mean, 
they're right. It needs it needs to go into research first, and you need to build a case. Uh, you know, and particularly if they're cheap, you need to build a case for why they need to go into television. So I don't know. I I didn't take this as as overly deflecting, but maybe it's just me. Or maybe right. he's big picturing. I don't know. Uh, I mean, they, ha- they have Chevy, so. Yeah, but you still need other business. I mean, yeah, but. I mean, and Don's not working on Chevy, no. so he's got to do something. And really, the whole point of even doing this was just to set up the conflict here in a few moments with yeah, Ocean Spray. Yeah, exactly. Because exactly. Lit- literally, like, 15 feet above him is Pete's office where they're, you know, talking Ocean Spray. And we see that. We see Peggy coming out of the office, and Pete- Pete's mom has stopped by with her new nurse, Manolo. Yeah, but but to, I'm sorry, just to go back to, to your point, if they already have art going on Ocean Spray, it seems completely impossible that neither Roger or Don would have any clue that they've been working on this. I mean, that just shows how divided um, the agency is right now. Like, to not know that you've been doing, I mean, you've been, you've been putting in hours on this, on, yeah. on Ocean Spray. They didn't just get back from L.A. Like, I feel like... It's been a little Things while. should have been shared. Yeah. But no, it's very, they're very much still working under Shaw, and uh, it's very still, still very separate. I think it's just, uh, the, com- the communication is extremely poor, but John, go, go ahead. So, and so we're up in the office, and Pete and Peggy are walking out. You see that Ocean Spray art. Yeah. Pete's mom has come by, and, uh, you know, Malo, uh, Manolo, the, um, the nurse that was recommended by uh, Bob Benson, Bobby B. Please, John, if you could refer to him as Bobby B. Because that's how our listeners know him. I like once somebody wrote in that Bobby B. is now known as Bobby Knee. I thought that was pretty good. Oh, that was Um, pretty good. I didn't see that. That's funny. I mean, still Bobby B. (laughs) So anyways, uh, the the nurse is coming in pretty much to collect the wages for being the caretaker. And Peggy's asked to take, uh, you know, just keep an eye on Mrs. Campbell. And this is the first time they've ever met. And this is kind of an awkward conversation, obviously um, flashing back many seasons to where Peggy, in fact, does have a baby with Pete. Does birth does birth a um, a young Campbell? A young Campbell, yes, thank you. No problem. And uh, you know, so obviously the mother's confused, is actually mistaking her for Trudy for his wife. But, uh, you know, Peggy obviously has those thoughts, those flashbacks about uh, what happened. And then we hear about uh, just how close oh she is getting to Manolo. Manolo. Oh now, John, how much of... like? So this is where I kind of got lost in this episode. Because this lady, uh, Bitma, uh, you know, is, is probably about 20% there. Right. Maybe. 80% gone. And uh, do we do we actually believe that Malo, Manolo is Manoloing her? Wow. I mean, I kind of believe it. You believe it? I mean, look at Manolo. That, what? He, I don't know. He, he looks a little guilty. Is that a racial thing? No. I'm sorry. Why, why is it always a racial <laughs> thing with you? Oh, my what? God. I don't know. Uh, uh, this is why I don't come on the show. Oh, hey, that's not true. No, it's not. I, I just don't. I just want to, but um, <laughs> no, I, no. I think I think he uh, I think he he's he's Manolo here. John, John, your thought? Well, I think the point is either way, she's happy. You know, she's 
in a good place, I mean, whatever's he's going paid, on. You know, and Mino, you know, you know, Pete actually forces the bonus into his hand. Yeah, uh, you know, I mean, this is everybody's in a good place right now, regardless of what's going on. You know, if if she was being physically abused, you know, you, you wouldn't think that she'd be putting on this kind of uh, just wonderfully pleasant, yeah, yes. face. I gotcha. Um, so, so I, you know, I I don't know. I don't know if he's doing anything. Physically, it sounds like probably, but um, you know, is, is that uh, is that wrong? Well, yeah, it is because hey, he's a caretaker. Different strokes, John. I don't know. You know, but is it is it really going to the extent that she's saying? I mean, there's no way that we know that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, we find our 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 next scene uh, at the Francis household, and man. Uh, Little uh, little Sally Draper has some attitude. She's got a comes, mouth on her, yeah, right? When it comes yeah. to uh, when it comes to Betty Monster, oh, what man. do you want? What? <laughs> what? You know, it's funny too because they set this up like episode one of this season. This is exactly how the the season started off with this kind of mouthy, mm-hmm. you know, teen rebellious teenage girl hating yeah. her, hating her uh, Betty Monster mom. <laughs> right. And I, I thought there was some irony right there when, when, you know, she says, hey, I want to go stay with my dad and storms off and Betty kind of screams at her, your father's a hero, which will clearly not be yeah. the case at the end which of Which is that. not true. By the way, and I know this is this is completely wrong, but I almost I almost miss Fat Betty. I needed a little more transition time because we went from like Fat Betty to back to regular Betty. The diet pills, man. Just like. Look like magic. Back then, I can only imagine. Is that right? Craziness. John, John any, any comment on that? Uh, the diet pills do work fast. Do uh, they? they? And plus, they gotta, you know, they got to cut corners and save on some of the makeup time in the chair. So Fair enough. John, uh, being, be it that I am a, a large Paul Giamatti type character, could you get me some of those diet pills? Or do they all cause some kind of weird cancer? Uh, that would be yes to both. Fair enough. Moving on. Uh, no, here here in the scene though we do actually find out uh, some of the driver for why um, Sally's in uh, in New York. Uh, she is in the model UN, which is bullshit because we all know the UN is crap. <laughs> uh, as uh, Henry Francis states, you got to be in the uh, the young model diplomacy uh, or was Congress. It? it was like a model Congress or young Congress or something. Oh. Uh, either way, uh, uh, she is was going to New York. And the thing was, is that it was like it was like fifteen boys and two girls, and uh, and the teacher and the teacher who's twenty five, which means that she is a ne'er do well, right? Uh, <laughs> and this is just yet another reason for the youth to make out, according to Betty. <laughs> which I tell you what, I uh, didn't realize Betty was sixty, but apparently, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I can't say she's not right. Isn't Betty like my age? I feel like Betty is in this like role not that much older than we are now. Yeah, and no, she's I, got and she's got teenage children. Well, you got to figure child. she's what a little bit younger than Don, who's forty two. So she's probably mid thirties. Yeah. Yeah, right. mid to late. Right. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Crazy. But, uh, but yeah, so that's that's kind of the setup. That's you're right. We're we're sending about uh, uh, we're sending Sally into the city. She's doing this trip, and her and her friend are not going to stay with the boys. They'll stay with Don. Uh, we then find ourselves at the Draper household, um, where uh, we find this dirty hippie hanging out with 
Hanging out oh. with Megan, John. What's he, this all about? What do you? He doesn't look dirty. Come on, mm. this, he's totally dirty, man. This guy's the all dirtiest right. kid I've ever me? seen. Really? He smells so bad, I can smell him through the monitor right now. <laughs> I mean, I, I agree with you. He looked a little oily, but I thought that was just, you know, the, the teenage stuff. No, I that thought, was just the unwashed. No, it's the fact that he's just young and unwashed. I, just, I really thought he showered. Uh, no, I don't think uh-uh. so. No. But perfect. anyways, this, you know, this is, the, uh, this is the, the good doctor's son. This is Mitchell, mm-hmm. Sylvia and Arnold's son. And uh, he's coming in and apparently bearing his soul to Megan, who I guess is the person to talk to when times are tough. If, uh, mm-hmm. if you need to dodge a draft uh, and she's your Canadian connection, <laughs> yes, Absolutely. she's the one to talk to. Absolutely. But uh, apparently, like, the way it's set up is that he snuck down there. You know, if anything, you would have think that Sylvia would have sent him down there exactly for that reason, you know, the right. Canadian connection. John, not to split hairs, but I believe yeah. they are up there. Are they? They're, uh, they're a couple floors up. Oh. From, from, from the Rosens. From the Rosens. I'm sorry. Listen. I like to get things right, and people know that. That's kind but, of yeah. my job on the show. Uh-huh. But so we find out that the show. we find out that that one of his big con- concerns is that he is draft status one A, mm-hmm. which is ready to go. Uh, kind of looking over the diff stra- draft statuses, uh, you would have thought he would have maybe wanted to be the four F one O, the conscientious objector. Oh yeah, that might have been a good a good uh, box to tick. So they can still like get you into service, but you don't see action. You don't see combat. Oh really? Yeah. Really, you, I didn't even realize a, that existed. You fulfill the service obligations as a civilian alternative service worker. So you're still you're still f- fulfilling duties, but you're not in combat. Hmm. Uh, that's a that's a good box. To this is according to about.com, So. Oh well, then it's not. Take true. a look at that. Yeah, that's not true. Um, uh, but so we're uh, we're we're here asking uh, Megan for her uh, help. Um, Don comes in. Who is this? She explains. Uh, this little turd gives him like a handshake, like he's the man. You know, air quotes. <laughs> he is. Um, and uh, and kind of and kind of walks out like a complete dick about it. And I'm like, not cool, man. Did this uh, kid say more than, like, two things this entire episode? No. I don't think he again. talked. I feel like people just shoved him around from, like, again. apartment to lobby to apartment. No, pretty much. He says, like, thank you, and I was waiting for you. Yeah. No, it, doesn't it, he it. say, like, somebody was at Michigan State or something? Like, because he was talking with a doorman about oh, yeah. something. Who gives a shit? Uh, but, uh, so Don, uh, so Megan tells Don the sitch, which we've already discussed. And Don's like, yeah, it's not our kid. Stay out of it. Which I gotta say, I'm on downside about that one. He's an idiot for sending his draft card back. Yeah. You know what? Consequences, John, for actions. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I guess hey. you learn that sometime. That's right. That's not a probably not the best scenario to learn that one. Right. But you know, what are you gonna do? But he's very distant at this point. He's like, not our problem. Yeah. Know? Not at all. And, uh, and Megan's very upset. It seems like she has spent all season just very upset. Man, it's been tough. It's been tough for Since their uh, wedding. For Sharon Tate. She's been it. very I mean, upset. Uh, can we move on to the next scene, guys? Hmm. Yeah, this is more fun. A little more fun. Light. Yeah. yeah. It's a celebratory dinner. We're at the diner. We just uh, we just landed the ocean spray. You know. No so, no pun. And um, and so we got P- Pete is Pete is as tanked as we've seen him I think in a while. Yeah, he's happy um, too. He's happy, yeah. And, and Peggy's being pleasant. Ted's being uh, uh, 
pleasant. He's, you know, he's excited. He's like, this is what I wanted, you know, ambitious, smart, beautiful. This is, this is, this is what work should be. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and then he has to step away to call his wife and Pete has to, uh, you know, kind of lean into Peggy and say, Hey, I, I, you know, I know you got a thing for him and he likes you too. And they have kind of just a kind of a nice adult interchange. They do. They do. She denies it. Um, and uh, he says he can tell. Um, but then they quickly get on to the subject of the fact that uh, the caretaker is doing Pete's mom. Right. Uh, Pete says he doesn't even like to think of her brushing her teeth. Um, and so this would qualify as uh, worse than that. Well, that's because he ha- she brushes them when they're in the glass. That's why he doesn't like. Is that what it is? Yeah. Hold on. Hold on. Where's the soundboard? Did we fix it? <laughs> we need a rim shot for that one. We need a rim shot for that one. Um, waka waka. But they do get a good. They did. They do get a good laugh out of it. And when Cha gets back, uh, it seems like they're being very buddy buddy. And it seems as if Cha is maybe made a little jealous by a their closeness. Bit. Yeah, that which I, I found you know interesting because she'd come to him. Right after being dumped. And, now, uh, a listener wrote in saying that uh, she, uh, they, they wondered if uh, Peggy and Pete would get together oh, and Peggy God. would make Pete a better guy. Uh, let me say, and I'm always wrong, but I'm going to say it anyway. Uh, no. Uh, Pete will die alone um, in his corner office with, uh, you know, no, n- that no, no hair. No, apartment he keeps. Or, or in the, would we call that a sex dungeon? In the sex dungeon. <laughs> The place where sadness the, goes to kill itself. Where sadness goes to kill itself. I imagine that place is on like thirty seventh between seventh like no. and eighth. I think that place is on like eighty seventh. Oh no! Between it's like too first, nice. between first and second. <laughs> it's too nice. No, eighty seventh between first and second. Too nice. Not, oh, guys, oh. everyone else yeah. outside of New York, no idea what you're talking okay, no about. Idea Sorry. Okay. Sorry, fair, guys. fair, fair, fair enough. Um, we get to the next scene. John, uh, Don is uh, hanging out, making himself a drink. And here's a knock, knock, knocking at the door, and it turns out to be the doctor. Yeah, comes on down, says he, you know, he found out about Mitchell swinging down earlier, so wanted to apologize. And, um, you know, really just a lot going on, mm-hmm. you know, a lot going on. Hey, what do you think? We get out of here for a drink? Yeah, you know, I think it's really funny, or really strange, because Don seems to still be very much, like, he likes this guy. Yeah. Like, he's like, they're buddies. But uh, he's also uh, boning uh, his wife. Well, but that ended. Well, kind of. Supposedly until later. It still happened, though. TV. I don't know. That right, it still happened. Strange. Right. And I don't, I don't know if he's so much... I mean, I don't know if he likes him because he can manipulate him and get away with doing that with his wife, or if he likes him because he's kind of fascinated by the, that whole world that he's in, the, the surgical, medical you know, world. I mean, it really doesn't seem like, obviously, this is how you would treat a friend. Right. So. I don't think so. When I look up how to be a friend in the friend book, that's not what it says, John. Yeah, I couldn't find a copy. Yeah, well, they're tough to find. Uh, (laughs) I I have mine on loan, Mm -hmm. be it that. Anyway, uh, so they end up uh, going to the bar and kind of just talking about uh, war and what it means and, you know, they both were in the service. Um, I think, you know, Don considers it to be a very different situation for him as, you know, it was kind of his only way out, I think, or that's the kind of, that's the feeling he's given Mm -hmm. many times. Um, 
I think Dr. Rosen is kind of struggling with the whole thing, right? Because right. in a way, he wants his son to, you know, kind of be a man about it. And he knows that part of living in this country is, you know, serving potentially for it. Um, and so it, it's, a, it's, you know, he's kind of grappling with it in both ways. Um, and that's what we kind of learn in this scene. But the scene ends with, I think, him feeling more more than anything that, you know, he wishes he could get somehow get him out of it. But you're right. He's doing this for Sylvia. He's not doing this so much for the doctor. In my in my eyes. Sure. Well, yeah, we're not. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, but I think Don feels bad for him here, though. I mean, Don's a father. I think he can identify with this as well. I mean, just think if little Bobby. I don't know which one it'll be by the time he's 19, but, uh, you know, I I I think he's able to to kind of isolate his feelings for this. Um, And the next thing we see, Chaw, Chaw's having some some home trouble too, everybody. Um, You know, he's never home anymore. He's working. And I mean, hey, listen, that's just the way it goes. Okay, back up off the guy. Food, clothes, you need it all, right? Exactly. Um, His wife is asleep uh, watching... The TV, and she gives him a hard time, John. A hard time about not being home. She claims that he wants to be the office more than he wants to be with them. And that he enjoys, you know, going after Don Draper uh, more than he likes the clients. And she just, you know, she just says, hey, I wish you'd want to be here as much as you want to do those things. Which, I guess, you know, is a, a fair thing. I mean, he has to be able to express that you want to be there when you're there. I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, you got to work, you got to work. But when you're there, you want to be able to be there and yeah. not just sitting there and then working on more work. Yeah, totally. Um, in the next scene, we find ourselves back at the uh, at the office. Uh, Down's walking in. We see Dawn again, who uh, is, I think, everyone's favorite. Um, I was kind of hoping her role would evolve a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it seemed like they were going to take her somewhere, but, especially with her kind of being strangely missing. You know, like they kind of got her around like when the riots and all that stuff was going yeah. on, and they kind of what if. Yeah. And and the fact that they progressed her character to become much stronger, right? Because we saw like when she started, and she was a bit you know more nervous, and then in this new season, right, she's become a much stronger personality. Um. But they just haven't taken it. But they haven't talked about it. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Don gets there. She asks him about some things that are going to be happening. Uh, the partner's meeting, which is going to happen shortly. And uh, dinner tonight with GM. Uh, Don asks to talk to Pete. Because Pete used to know somebody um, in the military, apparently. Well, no. Um, remember, that was the big thing a couple seasons ago when they were trying to get a military contract mm, mm-hmm. and they then all of a sudden they went and interrogated Betty and looked into it and Pete had to kill the whole thing because he had that connection mm-hmm. well it turns out he doesn't still have that connection and more than anything he's uninterested in helping Don out with this um, yeah. I don't think Pete knows which side his bread is buttered on <laughs> you know what I mean like he doesn't seem to for for him being so worried about not having any clients Right. Wouldn't you just be buttering everybody? I mean, I feel like they could lose Pete at this point, and nobody would be... Well, that's that's how, you know that's I mean? how he feels. Yeah, that's I what mean, he feels, right. Yeah. But it's the truth. I don't know. It's the truth with an F. It is. Big truth. Uh, Pete offers no help except for the fact that maybe he should hit up the guys at GM, because they have huge 
military contracts, and if anybody knows anybody, it'll be one of those guys. And But then we transition into kind of this partner's meeting where we find out about Sunkiss, some guys, and some guys find out about Ocean Spray. I, th- I just I thought Roger was, you know, great here as always. It's like, why didn't you tell us? Isn't this the meeting where I tell you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, uh, you know, this is where Chaud wants to go ahead and blow his lid as, you know, nobody's part of the, the group here. It's still individuals and storms off and throws his head over his arm. I mean, part of this is learning. I mean, I think in any situation, you have to learn how your coworkers absorb things, right? And that's what Chaw's not doing here. He's sending memos thinking that Don's going to read them, and Don's never going to read no. a memo. If you got new business, you have to go talk to Don about it if, if you want to avoid these things. I mean, essentially, it's funny because I think that Chaw has a build up in his head that this is all some kind of conspiracy. When in reality, it's just... Poor communication? Poor, yeah. Well, poor communication well, and him not understanding how they work. But I also feel like Chaw comes from... And I know... I don't know if like either of their businesses was bigger than the other. But he comes from like a big, big business. Where like people would read memos and you know there had to be a... I don't know. And then Sterling Cooper Draper Price is very much just people... I don't know. You know, they're still very tiny. There was still a lot of communication between everyone. I don't know. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just, I think it's just merging growing pains, right? Like people, every small, I think they come from kind of equally sized companies, but they all do things their own way. And I think Sterling Cooper was definitely a looser. Yeah. A little, little less informal, maybe. Don and Roger have, I mean, just like, uh, just like Cha and Cutler. Right, John? Gleason? <laughs> Gleason or Cutler? Cutler's the guy that's still alive. Yeah. Okay. So just like Tra and Cutler have a relationship where they talk a lot, Don and uh, Roger have that same relationship. And the thing is, is they're not, those relationships aren't merging. They're staying, they're staying, you know, they feel this allegiance to, you know, their counterpart. Right. And it's not, and it's not merging. Whereas, but I think, whereas Ron and Dodger, Ron and Dodger. <laughs> Ron and Dodger are able to see it as, you know, what it is, which is just a miscommunication. For some reason, Chaw sees it as a personal attack, which is, I He'll think... He'll get over that. I feel well, like... Well, I think it's in his head, though. Yeah. Did we ever decide on a business name? Is it just yeah. going to be... It's going to be... Sterling Cooper S-C- and Partners. S-C-N-P, and Partners? Yeah, okay. yeah SCNP. Uh, anyway, like John was saying, uh, uh, Cha goes in his uh, office, lays on the couch. I think he cries a little bit. And uh, Cutler comes in and says, hey, listen, man, I told you about this memo thing. If you send too many, people won't read them. And that's just true. He gives him good advice there. Um, and then we find ourselves in a little bit of young love affair. Oh, God. Wait, what? Love I mean, affair? Not really. Not really. But, you know, crushing. Just girlies lusting after boys. Girlies crushing. <laughs> Loving tight pants, John. Um, I don't know if you wear tight pants. Myself, <laughs> I do. It's well, the, just, the, the less you I, shower, the tighter they get. The less you... What? Either <laughs> way. The, That's saying, not... The, wait, the, like the I dirty, swell because I'm dirty, I swell and my pants get tighter? Is that what you're saying? No, I don't think that's what he's saying. I don't know what he's saying. I just... Either, I don't know fabric. Either way... <laughs> Clearly. Um, 
I mean, I only wear tight pants because of this. They just feel right. Right. You know? They don't bring all the girlies to your your. Oh, my yard is completely full. (laughs) The yard is so full right now, we're taking numbers outside. It's ridiculous. Uh, These these pants are so tight, I'm about to pass out. Some benches out there or something for those poor ladies. Yeah, we should do something. Good lord. Get a bus or something. Uh, Anyways, Mitchell's there hanging out, (laughs) waiting for his mom to come down from the, uh, the apartment. The girls walk in. We got uh, Sally's new friend that we've not met, Julie, from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, uh, brief introductions from our friend, the doorman. And uh, unfortunately, Sylvia is not in a mood, understandably. Comes down, they try and get their cab. And we see the doorman hand Sally the master key ring to get back into her place because she doesn't have her key. And that's, that's about it. So this obviously sets up her getting the master keys a little bit later, uh, as well as a brief introduction with Mitchell and perhaps a budding romance, or probably not. But is we'll Mitchell see. not 19? He is Mitchell's, 19. Mitchell's, like, way too old for these girls. Yeah, it's a yep. little It's a little, it's a little left up. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, It's a little statch. I know, listen, I, I was never a uh, 13-year-old girl, mm-hmm. just so you know. Uh, but, but I feel like, wouldn't have they known that he was, like, way too old? I mean, he looks young. He looks younger than 19, I mean, honestly... I didn't realize he was like nineteen, but I don't know. I mean, what? and when are I was we thir- supposed to think that Sally's? I don't think is she older than thirteen. I think she's what she's like fifteen, 15 maybe. Maybe because they, they actually told us how old she was with the when the fake grandma came in, and so I think she was somewhere around there. Raise a hands. Did anybody go after a nineteen-year-old when they were fifteen? Hmm. My hand's up, no. just in case. <laughs> yeah. The listeners can't see. My hand is up. Yeah. Both um, his hands are up, actually. You're the only one. <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, yeah, so this is where we first see that, for some reason, Sally gets access, or knows how to get access, to uh, every key in the building. Um, we then move on to a, uh, a delightful scene with the Campbells. Um, <laughs> Mama Campbell is coming over for dinner. Um, Pete dismisses... Manolo. Eduardo Manolo Manolo's. Uh, it's he, not. It's not plural. Yeah, it's man, only one it's not shoes. Manolo's Blanc. Manolo, Manolo Blanc. Yeah, Manolo Blanc. Manolo Blanc. Yeah. Uh, let's him go. By the way, his hair is greased to perfection. He kind of looks like uh, he should be hosting an episode of The Continental. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. Like, yeah. For you SNL fans, I think bit. you understand. Um, Pete gives him the night off. Uh, I think uh, Ma- Mama Campbell's a little disappointed because she likes to take him well, everywhere she goes. You know. uh, Pete offers Mama Campbell a drink, and uh, Mama Campbell knows and says, "No, no, 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 I drink no more. Manolo likes me sharp." <laughs> my <laughs> God, my God, la, Mrs. Campbell! La, la, if we could la, just, la, 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 la. <laughs> if we could just tone it down for a second while we all get a fan and a glass of water. Jeez. <laughs> But I think uh, this is this is where we see that you know Pete is just always going to embrace uh, despair, you know she's she's happy, uh, you know and and she's happy and he just can't really stand for that, um, you know I, I guess there is a big question know, if that's uh, if that's appropriate or not. It seems like he's erring on the side of this just being inappropriate. I don't think it has anything to do with the fact that she's happy. I mean I think he's he. 
I, I think you're wrong because when when uh, when we meet earlier in the episode, he's really happy that she's so happy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like this guy's taking great care of her. She seems to be in great spirits. This is great. Here's a tip for doing such a great job. Take care of yourself. This yeah. is really about this being an inappropriate action. Or yep. he just doesn't want anyone that. else to be happy. He's miserable. It's obvious. No, but it that's what I the point I just made is that he I mean her happiness that this guy taking such great care of her made him happy. Like he was happy at the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. I don't right. think it has he's not trying to poo on that. What he's trying to do is make sure that nothing weird is going on with his mom, and that's just being a good son. But I guess he didn't. He didn't really confront the guy about it at all. You know that I don't understand. That would have been my first move. Hey, pal, yeah. what are we doing here? <laughs> I mean, because I'm sure you could probably tell from you know his reaction, even if he said no, you know. Oh yeah. If that's inaccurate right. or not. But anyways, and, I think he. You know, I think you're right. I mean, it's it, it is. If if that's accurate, then that is inappropriate, and and needs to be addressed. And he just probably didn't necessarily do it the right way. Well, that's that's no. That that's the Campbell way, John. Doing it wrong. Uh, <laughs> Miss uh, Mama Campbell gets mad and uh, kind of storms out. Good luck getting home, Mom. That was pretty cold. Yeah. And uh, she's like, "That's all right. I have my address with his handwriting." Don't forget your bag. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, anyway. Good luck. Yeah. Not 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 a nice scene. Uh, but no, she does say that you you know she's I mean like. Like Pete needed to hear, I think she says, You've always, you were always like unlovable. Oh, yeah. God. Good God. What a swift kick to the balls. That's, that's what you want to hear your mom say. Well, hey, by the way, you've always been unlovable. She raised Pete Campbell, so she's. <laughs> that's true. I mean, so the blame is on apple her. Apple tree. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He could have said, Well, you've always been a terrible mom. He could have. But then. Anyway, do uh, you want to take us into the next scene, John? Yeah, I think this is a, just a really uh, good scene, and I think everybody watching it was probably like, what are you doing? Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we're, we're at a big dinner, huge dinner. It's GM, it's Chevy. Uh, you know, we got the top guys from the agency here. Everybody's having a good time. We're talking about fishing, and and Don just brings up the war. <laughs> like, and the whole, they, they do such a great job. Of just you know taking it from fun to terrible, oh yeah, to to really pretty good. You know, I mean, Roger makes a, a shot, and then you know, Ted brings it back up, and they start laughing again. Um, yeah, yeah, no, they do a good job and try to save it. Now, let me say this: uh, this feels a little out of character for Don. He seems to be smoother at this kind of stuff. He's a, he's a great presenter. He's a great speaker. Um, I think. More likely than not, in, with this kind of question and situation, you wouldn't want to bring it up in front of the whole group of people. You would, like, on the way into the restaurant or walking to, you know, the the next bar or whatever, you would pull one of the guys aside and try to get a read on his feelings about this. I don't... I think this is out of character for Don. I don't think he would have done it like this. I couldn't he, agree more. I think that's... But I think that was kind of the point, just to get that shock from the whole audience. Like, wow, this is... What is going on? Yeah, but I don't. I don't particularly like when things go out of character like that, mm-hmm. because it's just. I mean, I would have rather seen this scene more like we, like I just said, like I having just... trying to pull a guy, trying to pull one of these guys yeah. and getting shut down, and maybe you know, then having the guy go back to the group and show some disgust. 
You know but what then, I mean? Again, this just sets up the following scene with the chaw and what are you doing? And I yeah, mean, you, you still could have set that up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just Don's not that stupid. Don's a one-on-one guy. Don's not. Um, let's make an ass of you know in front of an entire yeah. group of people. Right. I thought I thought it would be more of like, well, maybe I can find one of these guys that maybe you know. Yeah, and when and when Chaw comes in later and says, "What were you doing?" You know, you know the rules, right? Which is you keep them happy, you right. keep them full of food. Don, yeah, Don made those. Like Don knows the rules, right? Uh, and Don's those those rules in this last episode, man. Those rules don't include taking your pants off in front of the last whole team. Season, I guess, yeah. You know but, what I mean? And I think that's. It just feels like this season, it, at least for me, there's been a lot more of that. There's been a lot more, you know, the scene that doesn't make the most sense, but it was just put in to lead into that next thing later on. You know, it seems a little more contrived this season. Or, or does, or is it you know Don making poor decisions and it bleeding into his professional life? Like he continues to make terrible decisions, and this is just another one. And it's he's now he's doing it in his uh, work life as well. Right? Yeah. I, mean, I don't you know. Could, you could argue that you know his cheating ways, which were poor decisions the whole time, have. Well, uh, as he spirals out of control, I mean, he was always out of control in his personal life, uh, but he's always, you know, he's always holding it together in his work life. Maybe now it's this, this, this whole life is now starting to go into one big uh, superstorm. Yeah, which really comes to a head at the end here. Mm -hmm. But uh, Um, anyways, you know, we we do finish off dinner with a nice little chuckle and head on into the Draper household where... Julie and Sally are having a girl talk, just uh, kind of fawning over uh, their, what do you call him, dirty hippie? Yeah, he's a dirty hippie, yeah. And they're uh, naming different things they like about him, including his uh, his smile and his red shirt and so forth. And I believe, John, the key thing was is that Sally uh, pointed out his ass. Yes, <laughs> she did it that. When you have pants that. that tight, John, it's hard oh. not to point that out, am I right? I, you know, it's funny. I didn't see it, but I'm glad you did. Um, Listen, I'm not blind. <laughs> what? Bobby B. But, uh, you know, and uh, Megan, apparently we have our UN event coming up tomorrow. So Megan's trying to, to tamp them down. We see, you know, Julie's uh, manipulative style already, you know, saying, oh, sorry, Ma- uh, Mrs. Draper. It's like, oh, why do you call her that? Well, she hates it. <laughs> that was hilarious. That was hilarious, yeah. You know, and she's right. You know, Megan still wants to see herself as this, you know, young actress and, and not the, you know, motherly getting older type. And I think it's more so that uh, Mrs. Draper is Betty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that. And then, then we just move on to the carnage that is the rat trap. Um, <laughs> also known as Peggy's apartment, the rat trap. That's a lot of blood on that floor. My that goodness. was a lot of blood. Good God. Yeah. Well, with a rat that big, man, it really put, put put some bleeding on it. Apparently, uh, the rat got uh, got caught in the trap, and is mortally were, wounded. And is, is like half dead. <laughs> um, Peggy, in her infinite wisdom, calls Stan, good old like, best bud, like three a.m. Uh, Stan, of course, has been out crushing it all night, every night, and does uh, does does the right thing and reminds uh, Peggy that. Uh, He's he's not her boyfriend. <laughs> well, because I'm sure this isn't like across the street. You no, know? right? Yeah. 
So he's, he's got to come. He's got to come out to wherever she's at. It'd be a nightmare. No way, man. <laughs> just just like, you know what? Just stab it. We right. know you could do that. Well, and and then she asks, you know, why are you using now. your sexy voice? It's, it's because like, well, I've been getting sexy. That's right. That's I right. Finished, I just finished getting sexy. I actually didn't understand what he says about Tuesday. I didn't get that either. So the Tuesday mornings are good. No, he was just pretending it was like a coworker that he was on the phone with. He didn't want. I know, obviously, the woman next to him is passed out, but he didn't. You know, he didn't want her to think. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I He's don't trying know. to pull it off like a friend of his or a coworker of his called or something. He didn't want to think like. I don't know. Listeners, if you have any insight on the, uh, on the, uh, I do love uh, yeah, Stan's that, apartment. <laughs> that poster with the guy with the eye patch and Stan's apartment, hilarious. Yeah. Stan's apartment is like seriously a single dude's apartment in New York, nearly a prison. A weird poster that no one understands and no bed frame. <laughs> well done, well done, sir. Uh, we then find ourselves uh, back in the uh, Draper. Draper apartment. Um, Sally's friend is ready. Sally is not. Um, Megan is trying desperately to get out of the house. Uh, and not unhappy to deal with kids that aren't her own. Right? What a pain in the ass these kids are. Um, <laughs> Sally's friend calls her Mrs. Draper again. Um, and she she's corrects like, her this time. Please, just call me Megan. This is stupid. She takes the garbage out. And little do we know... Her plans for uh, taking the garbage out, John. Yes, very devious. We find out momentarily that she has, in fact, taken their little letter of the finer points of Mitchell and, in fact, slid it under the door of the residence with a signature Sally Draper. Not cool. Yeah, I have to agree with Sally on that one. Not cool. Not cool at all. Uh so Don gets to work and he's confronted by Cha, who says, what the F was that? Like we just talked about. Um, Don tells the truth, says that it, you know, it's a good friend who's, uh, whose son is about to go in, uh, about to go to Vietnam. And uh, Cha says, listen, and this is only because I doubt you have very many friends. <laughs> I know. I'm going to help you out with this. And so the guy that taught Cha to fly is a uh it's like the head of piloting in the air national guard Mm -hmm. and it looks like we can sneak this dirty hippie kid out uh through vietnam as being a member of the air national guard all he needs to do is cut his hair and sign a letter about how he's always wanted to be a pilot (laughs) and make it good so you write it exactly um and don it's like whoa man and this is where uh chaw kind of voices his you know, stop effing with things, man. And just be, you know, just like, get on, you know, stop effing with me. I think Don is, Don is a little taken aback by this. Because honestly, Don just doesn't care. Right. I don't think, I don't think he's, been, he's been outwardly trying to screw with Cha and his business. It's just he doesn't. Well, he did at the beginning. Remember yeah. with the whole margarine and getting him hammered but before the But from what we've seen since, he just, he's been checking out. So. Right. He says, sure, you know, whatever, man. And uh, it looks as if uh, that's going to work out for everybody. Uh, Don puts a call in to uh, the doctor and Sylvia picks up. And uh, things get a little, uh, things get a little special. On the phone. Emotional. Yeah. Emotional. Yes, thank you. 
she is obviously uh, uh, very excited by the proposition of her son not going to war, you know, but honest, obviously won't believe it until, uh, you know, you get confirmation. It turns out we find out that uh, uh, the doctor and the boy have gone upstate to talk to a, uh, an old army friend to see if there's anything that can be done. So uh, he'll be conveni- they'll both be conveniently out of the house for the rest of the day. Dot, dot, dot. Wink, wink. Yeah. Wink, wink. A nudge, nudge. Uh, the next scene, uh, Pete uh, is getting Bobby B into his office. And John, I've got to say, uh, much like for Pete, uh, this scene seemed a bit confusing to me. Because, number one, I don't feel like we have gotten a hint at all that Bobby B is, like, attracted to Pete. No. Well, but we've, we've known for a while that he's interested in, in Pete's well-being. You know, I mean, he's expressed that several times, whether it was going out to get him something from the store, you know, when yeah, he got kicked out by he's Trudy. he's interested in what Pete can do for him in return. Right. Yeah, well, it seemed much more... And I it thought it was much only more, on a, pers- like a professional level. It seemed much more just like, hey, I'm going to be the best, you know, most attentive junior I can. Right. right. Uh, it has never even come close to seeming... Like, hey man, why don't we go back to my place, Bobby B style? Well, maybe he was just building up to that. Clearly, clearly he was. Uh, so Pete is very upset about the fact that um, his mother and uh, Giovanni, what's that guy's name? Manolo. Manolo are doing it, doing it, and doing it. Wow. Uh, Bobby B gets a little aggressive here. Says, "Hey man, sit down." Yeah, cool it. Cool. And, and we do find out, you know, I mean, he, he does point out, look, you didn't, you didn't hear this from him, right? You heard it from her. Yeah. And we, we know she's not all there. So there is that and then part. He goes into this, you know, have you ever loved somebody? Have you ever had feelings for somebody that you've been close to? And they, uh, the Bobby B turns into Bobby Nee. Right. To steal a joke <laughs> no, from our man. listener. And, uh, I feel like Pete doesn't even know how to react. He doesn't react. even know what's going on. Oh, no, no, no. He knows what's going on. Well. But he has no idea how to react. Yeah, no clue. He's he's at a loss, and he just, um, you know, he's, he's like, uh, it's disgusting. <laughs> Bobby B., uh, you know, he, he reads the signs very quickly and, uh, you know, gives the Bobby B. smile and then uh, walks out. I think uh, more than a little uh, embarrassed and probably uh, very concerned. I don't know if he was embarrassed, though. How can you not be embarrassed? I don't know. By Somehow totally... I still feel like this is part of the, the big plan. I the, do. The Bobby B plan? Mm-hmm. The Bobby B Spectacular, as yeah. I've been calling it? Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm just looking at this. He's created his own little house of cards here. Oh. To, to kind of get away from the, the whole Bobby B thing, did you see the... Um, uh, did, it, there's a scene where it's kind of a wider shot between the two of them, and there's uh, there's a spaniel with a bow tie sitting in the corner. It's like at uh, like eleven um, thirty six oh seven. There's a spaniel. What does that even mean? A dog. A dog. Oh. oh my god! Yes, <laughs> with a bow. What right? is that? The hell is that? <laughs> The shit in Pete's office is straight up out of control. We don't take that point. over a cannonball and a weird oh, lamp. Yeah, I mean he's, he's clearly doing much better than Crank. A grandfather clock and or whatever. I don't know. I don't know uh, if you saw the the trailer for next week, 
We're getting the gun back. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. I mean, when you got guys coming and hitting on you, you got to protect yourself, John. Am I right? <laughs> That's, oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Yeah. Well, Pete did. But, uh, um, but anyways, you're right. The, the um, advance of uh, Bob Benson is uh, summarily rebuffed. Uh, Pete says, look, I'll give Manolo a month's pay and tell him it's disgusting. And shoes him out of the office. And, you know, I, I think I can't tell if Bob's disappointed or this is what he was expecting or, you know, he doesn't really make much of a face or save anything. I mean, I gotta be honest, this is not, I don't, I don't, this is not, I, I just don't see how this is a plan by Bobby B. You know I, what I mean? You don't see how no, it is? It doesn't make any sense, but I just feel like there's been so much build of these little things, you know, like him and Joan, him and, and I don't know. I mean, we don't even know what he does, <laughs> you know? <laughs> He's an account guy. But I, I don't know, but you never really see him work so much, you know? It's just all of these, like, personal interactions with, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Apparently, Bobby B is the Antichrist at this point. I mean, he just does whatever he wants. <laughs> he's got, he's got his thumb in every pie, as it, as it were. Huh. Uh, we then find our way uh, to a cab uh, where we find out that uh, Sally's little friend has totally sabotaged her. Uh, Sally gives a mean right hook, and, uh... Apparently, then jumps out of the cab and runs all the way back uh, to the apartment building to try to save face by using a little trick to get the keys, so she can sneak into the uh, the doctor's apartment, Doctor Rosen's apartment, um, and steal this letter back. Which you know, foolproof plan. Middle of the day, no one's home. Foolproof, not a problem. She gets there. She sees the Mitchell letter leaned up against the uh, bottle of wine. Hey, buddy, this is a home run. What could possibly go wrong? I'll tell you what, John. If you ever sneak into somebody's apartment, never turn the corner. Because as she turns the corner, she finds uh, Don and uh, uh, Sylvia uh, just kind of wrestling it out, uh, as it were. Both pantsless. Um, I believe having intercourse, uh, if, yeah, I'm, believe, not, if that's I'm not mistaken. That's called, that's, yeah. I believe that's what they're doing. Um and that's just not something you want to, as a, as a young child, John, uh, e- even in, you know, I'm uh, more so in her formative years, uh, you know, uh, coming across something like that, uh, very difficult. Uh, Absolutely. Sally uh, drops the entire ring of keys, which is everyone's apartment key in the building. Uh, it makes quite a clang. And with that... Um, both uh, Don and uh, Sylvia uh, are aware of her presence. And, uh, well, let's just say uh, shit hits the fan. <laughs> yeah, he's upset. He, he heads to their apartment first, whereas Sally likely headed straight down to uh, toss the keys and run. Don yeah. makes his, his way down, uh, feels distraught in the elevator, as does Sylvia in the, in the bedroom. And is like, hey, have you seen Sally? And the, the doorman, you know, has no idea what's going on, obviously. Offers a pleasant apology and says, hey, she just got in a cab. Do you need help? And Don has no idea what to do, you know? No. He does a couple about faces and kind of just heads to the bar. Head to the bar. I mean, yeah. I think that there's a lot of scary things here, right? Like, uh, not only have you scarred your daughter, but now you need to try to get her to lie for you, which is, you know, right. uh, terrible. Um, and a daughter who's already not so keen on you in the first place. And you have no idea where, uh, in the meantime, she's going with this information. Is she running back home to Sally? Is she, I'm running back home to Betty. Is she going to tell Betty? Is Betty? Get, I mean, Betty gets a hold of this information and it turns into a nuke, 
Are you kidding me? She's going to nuke the whole town with this stuff. Uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the anticipation of what could possibly happen has got to be completely uh, killer for Don as he's at the bar. I think uh, when the time he gets home, he fully expects his life to be over, right? Right. Yeah, no, he... he um, but I guess that's the thing, you know, your mind runs away with you to all the worst-case scenarios. But, I've yeah. got to say, in the scene where he's walking out of the building, oh, he's, man. like, white as a sheet. And he looks, like, ten years older. Yeah. He, he looks really, really, really bad. bad. Really bad. Really bad. Um, we then get back to uh, Pete's uh, uh, sex dungeon. Um, and uh, apparently Raisin Bran for dinner is delicious. I haven't tried it in a while. It's, uh, it's great. Man, Pete's life is spiraling out of control in the most depressing way possible. Can just one person have a good time on this show um we get that shot I mean, besides for the rats i mean peg is doing all right not crushing it but you know well, she, she, she owns her place she does and she's got a new cat named wiffle <laughs> is that the cat's name the cat's name funny. is wiffle i yeah. couldn't zoom into the collar like that yeah you have no. the, the best stuff there at your i place. have some we we have some that's not what it says we have some next level technology here and it's mr wiffles i, I was wondering if i could just get a or quick just wiffle. A, a quick thought on on peggy's whatever the shirt sweater that she's got there with the Ooh, well the buttons i really i think it's really cool it's oh, actually yeah? one of the better things she's worn in yeah. the several past episodes <laughs> But um, this whole picture of her and the couch and the blanket and the the cat. Oh man, it's a little sad. Ugh. Yeah, the blanket's not doing much. Oh no, it's no, not anybody. doing anybody any good. But that cat is awesome. That cat is awesome. Way to go, Wiffle. <laughs> uh, 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 we see Chaw get home uh, in time to catch the kids before they go to bed. Uh, the wife's asleep, um, and the kids are eating raisin bran for dinner, which is. Uh, <laughs> Uh, what I call the Pete Campbell special, uh, but uh, but you know at least he spends a little time with them and seems you know happy to see him. Um, uh, Don's in a completely different place at the bar, trying his best to drink himself to death. Um, yeah, how much can my liver take? By the time he gets home, he's having a hard time getting the key in the door, which is a, a sure sign of a bit too much. Um, I think he's a bit surprised to find, uh, I, I, which might be every day he walks home. But he's a bit surprised to find everyone still there. Um, of course, um, you know, when he sees Sally, uh, you know, there's certainly an unspoken disgust in the air. Um, but she hasn't told anybody. Uh, Megan is un unaware, um, and so is her uh, good buddy. Uh, we yep. then find this... What, what, what I think what's great here is you find this... the the juxtaposition of the best and the worst of Don um, right here in this room because Dr. Rosen and Mitchell come up to thank him and uh, Sally is over on the other side of the table uh, uh, probably burning a hole through his back. But you know, it's one of those things, like there's no selfless good deed, right? Right, he did this for, yeah, he yeah. Did this for himself. Yeah. But, I, but I only think halfway. I think half of him really felt for um, Dr. Rosen, and the other half was just all about getting uh, Sylvia into bed. You really think that was part of it? I think, I mean, I don't think it was not any part of it. I mean, I think, you know, I mean, obviously in his mind, if I can save her son, she's going to appreciate that. 
Right. And maybe and maybe that'll change things. But I don't think it was the only driving factor. Sure. I don't think it was all just for that. No, he's he's a complex individual. Uh, as as we all are, John. As as we all are. Uh, at a point, uh, Sally freaks out and uh, gets up from the table and runs to her room. Uh, Don goes after her, and uh, I don't. There's no fixing the situation, John. But he tries. He was pointing out just how much he needed to comfort Mrs. Mm-hmm. Rosen. Comforting friend. Yep. Um, and you so know what? And so I it's always complicated. I would have responded. It's funny. I try to comfort people with my pants on, Dad. Right, you know, but I thought that was the like, you know, that that was kind of the big line. You you don't get to talk to me anymore, yeah. is what she said, and and she's right. You know, I mean, that's this that's like this is irreparable, as far as that kind of relationship. Because not only did she catch him, she caught him with not only not his wife and not her mom, you know, somebody else. I yeah, you know, and I feel like Don is, um, you know, there's several there's several levels of. Oh shit! In his head right now, you know. There's the <laughs> right. fact. There's the fact that he got caught. There's the fact that he's now completely ruined his relationship with his daughter. Uh, there's the fact that his whole life could fall apart. I mean, it, I don't know if he's sleeping tonight, but he probably have another couple drinks yeah. to at least get a shot at it. Right. Right. My goodness. And, and that's that's, a, uh, that's the show. Yeah. So That's I think a lot happens, and you're right. I mean, the, the chances that this goes badly for Don are pretty high. They are, yeah. I don't know what percentile that would be, but it's it's the high one. <laughs> uh, John, do you want to open the mailbag while we're here? I think that'd be great. Okay, ba ba ba, ba 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 ba. Wow. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we'll just let's uh, let's get started here. We got. Uh, we'll just pick this one. Uh, question for for Doctor John. In light of last week's breakdown. When uh, Ginsburg uh, was kind of on the floor before the Manischewitz thing, do you think there's a chance that Ginsburg is starting to show signs of schizophrenia? He's about the right, uh, isn't he about the right age to happen? And, and honestly, that's ex- the exact um, thing I thought when he made the comment of, you know, they're beaming things into my brain. You know, that's not an uncommon thing for people oh, to really? to say. Huh. Uh, you know, that 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 kind of paranoia that other things are out there. Uh, when they are not. And so, could it be? Sure. I, I don't really think that's where they were going with it, but um, that, that would not be impossible. However, it's going to really limit things, you know, because once you actually go full psychotic, you, you can't you can't function. Yeah, you know, so that, that, would, that would pretty much end him on the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, I, I don't think they're going to take it that way. Uh, we got Ben writes in, says, is it just me or does uh, the Dinkins character... So the private that Don met when he was hallucinating looked very, very similar to Roger Sterling. You know, like 30 years younger, the facial structure, the smile, Mm. if that's intentional. I think you're reaching there, pal. Yeah. I think that's a reach. It's funny. He's like, I'd I'd love to know if I'm the only one who who has noticed this and what your opinion is. If you don't see the similarity, that's fine, but I sure as hell do. So so there you go with... um, with Ben, we got Chris writes in and uh, says, Hi, thanks for your weekly recaps. I'm a big fan of the show. Listen every week. And I did, however, miss the Paul and Kate episode. And uh, and I'm saving it for a rainy day. Oh, a very rainy. Like, you're in the tornado <laughs> shelter because... 
things are dark. That's what yeah. you listen to. Yeah, that show. Don't, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait till all hope is gone. Yeah, yeah. And then we, we will be your kiss to suicide. <laughs> and he says, I have a theory to propose based on the last episode. I think we're going to see Bob rise quickly into the upper echelons of this company, coinciding with the fall of Pete. The fulcrum for this shift is, of course, going to be Joan. Bob's rise would mark the first character not part of the first season to rise in the film, uh, with the exception being Megan, who was successful and then left. And we saw Bob had a client meeting and although the result wasn't favorable, he was commended and got, you know, put on Chevy. And says, with regards to Pete O'Rapey Pete, he has thus far been successful despite not being liked. He directly challenged Roger and greatly diminished his role in the company. Continues to take shots at Don, although Don is annoyed. He seems relatively aloof about it. And Bert doesn't care for Pete. Chaw made an ass of Pete at the time with the uh, partners meeting. Uh, but he's always been cordial with Joan uh, albeit a slimy way, uh, until of course they had that crossing there with the Avon thing. Mm. So. Oh right, which you never really. Yeah, we haven't. That, that, that... They might, yeah, they yeah, totally they didn't, didn't re- pick up on that. Yeah, they didn't resolve it, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so thank you very much, Chris. Micah writes in. Uh, hello, guys. Finally, we get an episode where things happen, uh, though not the best of things, because if Sally Draper didn't need therapy before, she'll definitely need it now. Poor oh kid. man. As for the other kid, Mitchell. Do you guys think this Air National Guard arrangement Don made with Ted will lead to Don being investigated by the government? No. Will deserter Dick Whitman finally get caught? Uh, I hope not. Let's be done with that storyline. Like, it's, you know, it it was more of a storyline to just tell why he was so effed up. (laughs) Right. The government doesn't care. Uh, yeah. At this point, they got bigger fish to fry, John. I mean, is this whole backstory ever going to come back and haunt him? I think it has to, right? Because there's still half the company that doesn't... You know, know that this is a fake name, um, and this I is from know. this is from Mike from Omaha, who in fact gave us the Bobby B is now Bobby Knee. So very, yeah. very, very well done, by the way, <laughs> sir. Uh, so thank you, Mike. Uh, we got Lily that writes in. Uh, favors a very appropriate title. Very tangled web of favors. They really picked up the desperate feeling that parents and sons had about the draft. My friend's boyfriend and later her husband joined the National Guard to avoid going to Vietnam, and he served the National Guard during. His whole working career, wow. spending a period of time in California every year, and that was the price that they paid to avoid uh, active wow. combat. Uh, ironically, being in the National Guard now has been the worst place to be, uh, as oh, they really? have to serve overseas. Apparently, according to Lily, oh. uh, the Vietnam War was a terrible time in the history in our history. I was a college student at Indiana. By the time I was in graduate school, so many men were drafted, and in the war, my husband, like many others, was in graduate school in education and had a job as a teacher, so he got uh, kind of, he was not one of the people that would be that class 1A. Uh, Men were drafted on the basis of the lottery system, however, this was a lottery you did not want to win. And also, would you say that Don's fall has begun? Uh, As Sally was the only child he was kind of close to. I feel like Don's fall. I mean, we've been. I feel like we get a we get a an email about Don's fall beginning every single episode. John. I don't know if Don will ever fall. I really don't. I'm thinking he won't. I'm saying he falls every episode. But as far as I mean, when he falls, he'll be dead. Like that's how yeah, he. That's the I only agree. way he can fall. I yeah, that. but this. I think this was a. I mean, the end of this episode. This is this is bad. You know, he's gonna. There's. This, I think. Yeah. It's gonna go uh, poorly uh, for him. Unlike unlike before, there's like a, there's a witness with evidence. You know what I mean? 
Like before, it's there's been a lot of suspecting, like very obvious suspecting, right? Mm-hmm. But no real hard evidence. And this is like red-handed type yeah. shit. And we haven't had that before. That's true. Right. Uh, so thank you. We, we got uh, Aisha writes in. It says, at first I was on Don's side, you know, even though he did bad things. Thought there was a glimmer of good deep down. Now I'm starting to think Don is walking a tightrope over a sociopath lake and may eventually fall in completely. I don't know that lake. Is that not... Can, can you... What... what is, okay. It's, it's okay. It's in uh, Vermont. Oh, um, I don't... Yeah, it's not even a state, I don't think. <laughs> uh, uh, her, here are my thoughts. Uh, Sally's never had a chance. Her only hope for a <laughs> sane future is to run away. Megan should adopt Sally, and they should both move to Quebec. Um, Pete seems to be enjoying himself more. Drunk Pete is far more likable than sober Pete. Uh, who is that not true about? Um, Ted and <laughs> Ted and Peggy. Ted and Peggy gag me with a spoon. Apparently, not a fan of that combo. Oh, I like that combo. Uh, Manolo is not a nurse. He is a hired romancer of the elderly. <laughs> of the elderly, and Bob is his pimp. <laughs> Bobby B. And Don is uh, Don is hopeless, and I now hope he gets his comeuppance. Don doesn't love Sylvia; just wants what he can't have. If Sylvia were suddenly not a challenge anymore, then he would lose interest. Plus, we haven't seen anything about her personality that would make us think she's all that interesting a person. Uh, I'm bummed that he that my she killed her husband theory was not true. <laughs> That's right. So I said was. You know, there were a couple of scenes where all you heard was Sylvia yelling, uh, but yeah. you didn't hear a response. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, yes, the doctor is still alive. Uh, the only reason I'm still holding on is that I have invested so much time in Mad Men. I hope the end of this journey turns out better than the atrocity the writers made of the series Lost, which I've never seen. Um, and Aisha from Portland writes it, so uh, thank you very much. We got uh, uh, just a couple more here. JJ uh, writes in you know, the things that he learned. Sally needs a rotating staff of therapists immediately between catching Roger and now this. Every scene in Peggy's apartment is a horror show. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a man's juice is very important to him. And he's talking about Ocean Spray and Sunkissed, of course. Oh, I hope so. Um, and perfect for a pissing contest. The uh, Pete's mom could give Dr. Ruth some pointers. That whole damn family is creepy. I agree. And code words of the week is quote I'm comforting her. Tuesday mornings are great, and Miss and, and Mrs. Draper. Like uh, somehow Peggy and Pete actually ended up with a healthy friendship. He even passed as a decent human being during their whole scene. It, it didn't last. It says it it's priceless that Paul said we were totally done with the Pete Peggy storyline, and of course we're not. Stay, yes, we are. Stay we're golden. Still done. I think we're done. I think we're done. Although, oh my god! Stay off my balls, everybody! <laughs> I, I don't understand this. Paul says anything that might be construed as wrong. Ah. Uh. Hey, uh. hey Paul. Um, have you heard from your friend? Your friend who was stabbed. Oh, my friend who was. St- oh. Yeah. Oh, you mean my good buddy mm-hmm. who was on the show, yeah. Abe? Is he done? He's done. Yeah. He's, he's dead. Done. He actually, he died in real life, too. Oh, no, that's not true. He's fine. No, he's fine. I'm sorry. That wasn't fun. He's fine. You know what, though? I did hear from my other friend, John, and I don't know if you saw this, um, but our good friend, and for the listeners of the show that have been listeners a long time, um, Carl wrote in. 
The uh, Carl, for those that don't remember, was the guy that was offended of my use of the word stupid. Yeah. Uh, which then I directed only to him. Um, <laughs> he wrote in to say that he's still listening. I'm trying to find it. That he's still listening to the show, um, even though he hates me. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't that on the website? Did he do that? On it the was website? on the website. I'm sorry, yeah. I tried to find it here real I just quick. Saw it. I'd Carl love, I'd, I'd love to read it to you. Uh, here we go, Carl. Yeah, oh, yeah, Carl yeah. Uh, we're gonna read this because honestly, Carl is my favorite listener who I wish would stop listening to the show. <laughs> Carl, and of course he writes to me because of course Carl and I have this thing going back and forth where uh, we we dislike each other. Paul, uh, hey, I'm still here. Uh, never left, despite your frequent admonishments to stop listening. I think your total douchebaggery is the draw, actually. <laughs> when you did the show without John, I listened. I hated it because it sucked, but I listened. <laughs> I, I don't know if I would even consider listening to The Good Doctor alone. What does that say about me? Only that I listen because I have such little respect for your opinion. <laughs> I totally reject any suggestion you might make. And that's Carl. Uh, Carl, um, I'd like to thank you for writing in. Of course, no, no one cares about your opinion. But uh, if you have some extra time on your hands, of course, please stop listening. Uh, so uh, that that was actually the highlight of my week uh, to hear that Carl can't stop listening because he hates me, he hates me so much. Um, but I think we might have a uh, I wouldn't say a new Carl, um, but I got this message on the uh, website the other day. Um, I don't know if people remember in the last episode I said that um, GM didn't really have a car to compete with um, the Mustang. With, uh, the Mustang and. Uh, uh, I, I like this. He did not sign his name. This, this, I'm going to say, gentleman, only because his name is D Man W W. I believe F F S, which is uh, for F sake. Paul, uh, have you ever heard of the Camaro? Do you ever tire of being wrong? Well, uh, uh, douche man, W W W. Uh, I, I do not tire of being wrong, but do you tire of being a douche yourself? Clearly, you do not. <laughs> Very nice. John, I don't understand why people are coming at me. Uh, you don't understand why people are coming at you. <laughs> Maybe, oh I do a, Maybe I do a little bit. Uh, but that, that's the website. There were some other comments that were all together nice and insightful, but um, you know me. I like the dramas. <laughs> You, you do. I you do. do. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, anyway. Got, got a couple more. They, uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's all right. Lily Wright writes in uh, that we were talking about the National Convention for the Democrats in 68, the other episode. And, you know, the whole concept of, of the war and the adults, of the, the adults at that time were the ones that had served in World War II uh, where, you know, the, the whole country pulled together for the war as opposed to now where the youth are being drafted and they're dodging, you know, the whole, the whole country is not even close to behind this war. And uh, so the youth were questioning the reasons uh, and the right of government to force them into it. And a lot of the adults uh, saw that as extreme unpatriotic uh, and even a, a form of treason. So, you know, as far as just the whole mentality, the approach between the youth and the older. Um, Hard to bridge that gap. Yeah. Uh, Kate writes in, says, at the uh, the dinner we saw some sparks between uh, Pete and Peggy. I know they were all drinking, but Ted noticed the chemistry between them. 
And I was wondering if you think there's a chance they might rekindle something. And I think you've said no. 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 Of course not. <laughs> um, I know in their past it was just casual sex for Pete, but Peggy is lonely now that Abe is gone. Uh, and there's rats in Nobody's the Nobody's that lonely, everybody. You can just get, you can get two cats. You can get two cats. And, and she thinks old feelings were brought up by Pete's mom in their little conversation. If they get together, you know, this is what you're talking about. Would Pete bring Peggy down or would Peggy make him better? And you just think it's terrible. And she yeah. also is not a big fan of that haircut. Pete's? Yeah. I would well, love I that. Haircut. And apparently in real life, like he's he's actually, this is not, uh, this is not, in the makeup room. He's just shaving his head that way. So he looks like that out and about. Yeah. No, they do that to, to, yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, he's not doing it. I mean, the show is doing yeah, it. Yeah, the show is doing it. Right, right. But I mean, it's, it's, it's full on being shaved out. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and, and lastly, uh, Shannon writes in, greetings from hot, humid Tulsa, Oklahoma. Um, I just finished watching the Sunday night episode for the first time this season. I really got the sense that this is the beginning of the end did you feel the same? Also, how how about those sexy eyes that Rapey Pete was giving Peggy? Oh, man, everybody's on this. Yeah, pe- people, I, th- I honestly believe you're reading too much into that. They were just laughing. All right. Everybody was a little drunk, you know what I mean? Too much to drink, you start giving sexy eyes to anything. <laughs> Am I right? <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, I'm right. Yeah. And, uh, and, and that was it. We got a lot of uh, great traffic on the Facebook. Feel free to stop by. People always are posting really just interesting uh, links to different articles on there. How would I do that, John? Those coming on. Uh, We're at Facebook at Mad Men Recap, and if you'd like to to just hop on, sign on, join up, it's a lot of fun. We try and keep you up to speed on when we're getting the next recap up, as well as again uh, pictures from uh, from uh, fans, the fan art, as much as we can. I love uh, fan art. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, Yeah. it's like my fave. There you go, folks. People like Kay likes the fan art. Uh, but if you don't like Facebook, you can always find us on the Twitter. We live tweet with a bunch of bunch of folks uh, every episode, and there's apparently only two left. So you have two more chances to jump on that good times. We are Mad Men Recap at Twitter. Uh, we're not at Twitter, but dot Twitter. But anyway, just go to quit tw- Twitter and search for Mad Men Recap, and you'll find a bunch of great stuff, and you can follow us. Um, if you want to directly get to us though you can always email us at staff at madmanrecap.com that's right that goes to both john and i i just of course look over it for mean comments written about me but john reads the entire uh email and so all your insights can be delivered right there but folks the most important thing you can do hands down far and away even more than listener art is go to itunes and leave a five-star review because that's all i will accept (laughs) Um, under our podcast and tell us how great we are um, and how free the show is and how much you love it and you can't live without it and we make your day every time you listen. That would be wonderful. That makes me feel good. John, doesn't it give you a bit of a a bit of a, 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 warm, a, a, a warm snuggly? Yeah. A warm snuggly? Very much. And you know, after a little rough, shaky start there at the iTunes this season, uh, we've really hit the stride. We've had some great reviews the last couple of weeks. Thanks, everybody. It means a lot to me. It's really all Kate and I have. Well, it's all you have. Fair enough. (laughs) 
I think that's it, John. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, our special guest host, uh, Kate, for being on the show. Mm. Thank you so much. Will you oh, be on you next? Are... Will you be on nope. next week? Nope. I think I might. I might be busy next week. Oh. Um. You've used it all up. Uh. Yeah. Back Fair to enough. Bocce. <laughs> John, will you be back? I plan on it. Absolutely. I plan on it too, and we will talk to you then, my good friend. All right. Have a good night, my kid. All right. Bye bye. Bye bye.